Violence in Denver. Are we in the brink of a civil war? Let's talk about it, y'all. Middle America. Well, uh, like always, I usually find out uh, my news from our Middle America channel, facebook.com backslash America Middle. Um, big homie, I forgot the name of the big homie so I could give him credit. Um, I don't know the name of the big homie. Sorry, it's a, it's a brand new Middle American. Anyway, he posted this link to a shooting in Denver. Um, and the link that he gave me said something to the effect of, you know, Antifa person uh, kills a Trump supporter. Hey, Carlos Melendez, Middle American Carlos Melendez, alleged Antifa militant shoots and kills conservative at Patriot Rally in Denver. So he, um, he posted that. And uh, so here we are. Um, what... Dorian and I have been able to do actually is find videos and piece together roughly what happened mm -hmm. and then so we're gonna look at it and we're gonna see what the Denver PD has to say and then we're gonna comment on it so here is uh, the person in question So the guy with the with the hat and the American sort of thing, the kind of bigger guy, the fat guy, yeah. rolls up on the mulatto kid, you know, mulatto. and yeah, he's mixed. Obviously, the kid's mixed. I don't know what mulatto means. It means you're mixed. Like you're like a mulatto. Oh, okay. you're a mulatto. Okay. Right. So rolls up on this mulatto kid, you know, he bumps him with his big belly, <laughs> and the kid pushes him off, and he squares up. He's about to set it on this on this fat guy. There's another guy in the middle. And the guy in the middle, to me, appears that he's trying to, you know, ameliorate the situation, get between the two guys. Obviously, there's two sides here. There's the Patriot folks. We're going to talk about them in a second. And then you've got the Antifa BLM, BLM folks, and we'll talk about them in a second. The communists. The communists, correct. The self-identified communists. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, okay, so then here is... Now, i got I got to tell you, toward the end of the video shot rings out, etc., etc. okay? Um, here's the video um, of what happened about 45 seconds before. So this right here is the actual moment when uh, that happened. So, so you can see the the overweight gentleman. He sees another guy, so he goes he goes off, and there is the actual still photo of the exact moment when, unfortunately, this individual, this patriot, lost his life. There he is with his parasity mace or or some sort of you know pepper spray. This guy, he's got his posture correct. 
and he's got his stance correct and he looks to be he doesn't look like he's directly looking at his target it looks like he's doing a threat assessment seems kind of professional he's got a he's got a looks like a marine corps tattoo i'm not sure but anyway he gets this dude center ma center mass shoots him once uh but he was successful and then he killed the guy so now this dude is dead um, police rolled up, they, uh, told the guy to drop the gun, he complied, and now here we are, we've got, we've got another dead American at the hands of, 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 uh, COVID? Nope. Islamic terrorism? Nope. We've got another dead American at the hands of another American. <sighs> I mean, this, what are your thoughts on this, being a young person looking at this nonsense? Um... Well, it, initially, when the when the cops showed up, I thought it was very strange uh, how well this white guy was treated, seems how um, similar situations with black people haven't ended so well. So I thought that was interesting. Oh, you mean, uh, just for full disclosure, uh, Dorian is a very pro-police, uh, mm -hmm. uh, he's a Candace Owens type Negro. So don't 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 get this confused. When he says he found it strange, he really does find it strange. You mean he found it strange that Tamir Rice was dispatched to eternity in two seconds yeah. for having a toy gun, uh, yeah. but this this white dude who just bodied someone was able to uh, put his gun down peacefully. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Especially when you compare that to this guy. This guy was shot by a police. He doesn't have a criminal record, because I know that's what y'all like to do. Mm -hmm. He has no criminal record. He was actually known in the... Uh, he was a motivational speaker. Times. He was a motivational speaker, actually. And uh, Price was intervening in, in a domestic dispute. Which is interesting, because this man right here intervened in a domestic dispute yesterday. A uh, young lady was in trouble. And uh, he rolled up and, and did what he was taught to do as a man and made sure she was okay and got the police involved. And uh, bless God, he, um, he wasn't killed. But Price and Officer Sean Lucas was recorded on his body camera. Reports say that moments before his death, Price reached out to, to offer Lucas a handshake, at which point Mr. Lucas went and then put a bunch of uh, tasers and bullets into this man's body and killed him. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my 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 son over here who thinks that police brutality and all these other things are are uh, myths pushed forth by the by the left is that is that right mm -hmm. myths put forth by the left to continue for the victim narrative of black people mm -hmm. is that what you said yeah okay yeah. yeah so he when he says he finds it strange that this white dude was able to body some dude in broad daylight and get and 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 live live to tell about it he genuinely is confused back to our regular scheduled program. What precipitated this situation? Here is the most that we could find. This is John Tig Tegan. Um, this is a screenshot of his YouTube account, of his Twitter account. The reason that the screenshot is important is because Twitter has currently suspended Brother's account. Poor guy. Poor guy. What do you think of that? Why do you, why, why, do you, you feel bad for him that Twitter suspended his account? I need to feel bad for him. So this is what uh, Mr. Teagan posted and why I don't feel bad for him at all. It's time to roll, American flag. BLM, Antifa, and related Marxist associations are assaulting everything we love and cherish about this country. 
Their narrative supports the dismantling the system, which leads to anarchy. Anarchy in our streets leave good citizens to be attacked or patriot muster. Now, muster, you know what the term muster means. It means to organize. Uh, it's when the military organizes. So, like, in the morning, like, you have morning muster, you guys must you line up in your, in your rows and all the rest of it. Oh, patriot muster, okay. Right, so he's saying everybody needs to muster up. Okay. And it's time, and he's saying, let's roll, which is, you know, American for we're about to do some violence. Whoa, okay. Uh, or well, a peaceful protest. A peaceful protest? Yeah, it's a peaceful. Does he say anywhere? Is there anything about being peaceful here? He's saying, he's saying to the patriots that they need to muster. He uses militaristic land, and then it says, stand up and show up. He uses all this militaristic uh, language, and you're saying that he's calling for a peaceful protest? A very passionate peaceful protest. A very passionate peaceful protest. Okay, we continue. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mr. Teagan uh, was, was uh, canceled by, by Twitter. I don't feel bad for him at all. I, look, first of all, Twitter is a, is a private company. It's not a state-owned organization, so they can they can cancel whoever they want. Yeah, it's therefore isn't that capitalism? Not what y'all like yeah, capitalism. Yeah, but I mean, listen, he's he shut down. Don't try to be all cute with the snow. He got shut down because he was a conservative. That's why. This is a no, he got shut down. You saying he got shut down because yeah. he's a conservative? Yeah, this was this was uh, one of the communists posted something like that. Maybe if they use more. Uh, um, violent, uh, implying language, they would have still stayed on. That's my, that's what I think, anyway. Because, so, I mean, you said it yourself. You said that YouTube and Twitter are super liberal. They are liberal. That's a fact. Okay. Yeah, you know, okay. But so, I've never been canceled by YouTube or Twitter. Yeah, but you, but you've had your stuff, like, remember that time you told me about your All little... our stuff gets demonetized. No, 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 no. Remember you told me specifically about your Candace Owens video, how you, yeah. made, you made it sound like a yeah, certain yeah. way. Yeah, I sound like I was criticizing Candace Owens. Yeah, and, so and they circulated it. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, so they decirculated it. So, yeah, obviously, yeah. they're using their power. To I don't want to sound like a snowflake, I mean, isn't but that, trying isn't to use their flower to censor us in a way. Isn't that isn't that isn't that the American way? It's it's a private to censor people. It's a private company. This is capitalism. You, you, hey, I own the company. The government doesn't own the company. They can platform whoever they want to deplatform whoever they want. I mean, yeah, but I still feel bad if something happens to. Okay, I don't think he got deplatformed because he was a conservative. Okay. If that was the case, why don't they deplatform Ben Shapiro? He still has a Twitter account. Donald Trump has a Twitter account. Okay, well... I think he got deplatformed because he was the one that organized this rally and one of his folks just got bodied in, the, in broad daylight. And I don't believe that this person deserved it in any way, shape, or form because you guys know I'm a pacifist. You're not. You're not a pacifist. No. So, I, no. so, so, I don't believe this guy deserved it. But it's obvious to me, it is apparent to me that this brother showed up with the intention to use that mace. That's that's very clear to me. He was antagonistic the entire time, and he he was going to show up and use that mace, and, you know, here we go. So on the other side, there's a BLM... <laughs> Soup <laughs> trap. I can't get over this picture. Yeah, I can't. Go ahead, go ahead. The planets, you got the, the mountains for Colorado. Yeah, yeah, you got the hammer and the sickle right there. There's a communist insignia, right? And uh, BLM Antifa Soup Trap. I like, like children's coloring book. I, yeah, I like this one a lot more than the other one. The other one is... Uh, this one. You know, <laughs> honestly, these conservatives are ruining the American flag for me, I gotta tell you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really are. 
because... Okay, so when you see the American flag, what do you think about? I've said this on a bunch of occasions. I have a deep, deep, deep love for this No, country. I know, but like, what do you... Because I'm trying to figure out why you don't like... Well, these things. people have basically hijacked the American flag. So now I see an American flag flying. I got, I'll be honest with you. Uh, there, there's about 10 degrees of separation between when I see a person in our community over here in Maine okay. driving around with an American flag. There's about 10 degrees of separation between that and how I would perceive a Confederate flag, to be honest with you. Wow. And then if they have Trump on their, on their bumper sticker, forget it. Forget it. But you do a little experiment. Next time you see somebody with an American flag and a Trump sticker on the back, pull them over and see how they uh, see how they talk to you. See how they treat you. Or, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, go do that experiment. Um, okay, so now we're going to have Dorian read. Uh, so, th this, so you saw the Patriot Muster thing. This now is the Denver Communist. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this is at the bottom of the little soup drive thing. Additionally, we will be counter-protesting, so this is a counter-protest, a fascist rally, referring to the Patriots Monster thing, uh, that is supposed to happen at the same time and place. The plan is to outnumber and outshine the fascists, set up our tables and tents, in Civic Center Park as near as we can to the fascist. We want to send these worms Back to their holes, demoralized and isolated. <laughs> we want to send these worms back to their holes, demoralized and isolated, with only their racist, rapist president to console them. We'll have soup for our family, music speakers, and communist books. They're self-proclaimed. This is not us reading into this. Communist books and plenty of angry fascist chants. Anti-fascist chants. Okay. Yeah. Alright. The Denver right. Communists with their insignia and their title. Right there. What they call themselves. Okay. So, uh, what are your thoughts on... on <laughs> I think this is a... This is, I think it's uh weird that this one random guy decided to write this for him, for his personal use. Well, yeah, it's funny. well, he was advertising to the, uh, he was trying to get the non-organization that is Antifa. Wait, this wasn't for personal use? Yeah, yeah, no, no, these, this was a, this I was like, this... no, he was putting this up on Twitter, it was a flyer that they were putting out oh, this was to like get people to come, because they were doing, they were initially doing the soup kitchen thing, and oh. then they heard about the so Patriots showing up. So, this thing was for, to see my multiple people, not just himself? Uh, hundreds, probably thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, okay. but but we're being I, we're constantly told that Antifa is not an organization. Yeah, you point you, you yeah you that, pointed that out. Yeah, obviously being sarcastic. This is look right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's right right. It's, it's literally right there. Right, you got the symbol and you got their name. It's like a corporation it's right there. You got a flyer. I mean, come on, it, we we that's right. our organization. Yeah, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to. For people to continue to pretend that there is no organizing principle to Antifa is just ridiculous. They'll go, oh, are you pro or against fascism? Obviously we're against fascism. Oh, that means you're Antifa. No! That's a silly argument. That's like saying, are you a Muslim? Yes. Oh, that means you're an Al-Qaeda. No. Racist. You don't have to be Al-Qaeda to be a Muslim. Every Al-Qaeda member is a Muslim, but not every Muslim is an Al-Qaeda member. So, 
every uh, person who's against fascism is not part of Antifa, but everybody that's part of Antifa is against fascism. It's literally the same thing. This is a ridiculous notion that there's no organizing principle and it's just these random anarchists who kind of randomly bump into each other at the same time. Holy shit! Did you know that? Hey, hey. Ridiculous! Oh, I'll say I think we got to part two. Yeah, hey! How do we end up in the park? Hey, I'm doing the something too. Um... So when uh, Brother Melendez on the Middle America forum, and it's facebook.com backslash America Middle, when Brother Melendez uh, pasted it, it said alleged Antifa member, yada, yada, yada. All these people are saying it's Antifa, Antifa, Antifa. Sorry, um, uh, far writers, including you, Dorian. I'm not a far writer. You, are at, you, you might as well okay, be an alt writer, for God's sake. Wow! You might as well alt be an alt writer. That's 100%. Wow. 100%. You don't even believe systemic racism exists. Good Lord. <clears throat> All right. So here, here's, here's, uh, here's what the Denver Police Department has to say. I know what the Blaze is going to say. I know what Fox News is going to say. Fox. I know what President Trump is going to say. Here's what the Denver Police Department says. Update. Further investigation has determined the suspect is a private security guard with no affiliation with Antifa. Additional information will be released as soon as it becomes available. This is not. Some random kid um, who who was wearing a little, you know, little Antifa little <laughs> shirt and a little Antifa little mask. Uh, this this was a guy who's from a private security firm, and that's one of the reasons I talked to y'all about this guy's stance, where his eyes were, what he was doing, because it appeared to me this man was an, was a professional. Those are the facts that we have. I think he was on duty or off duty? Well, he was obviously on duty. He was working that crowd. Oh, he was. Yeah. So. Uh, so why did? So why did this guy pepper spray him then? He didn't know. Cause he's no, in, like, well, why? Because if he, if he's just being trying to be peaceful and trying to help the crowd, why is he just bringing? Who this guy? Yeah. Well, that guy, the pepper spray guy, was not trying to be peaceful. No, no this guy's. You're saying that this guy's trying to help the crowd, like the police, make help the police. Make no, 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 no. I wasn't saying that he was trying to help the police. He's a private security contractor. That means that somebody said, "Hey, I'm gonna be at this thing. Will you do? Will you be my security?" Now I have a theory about who this guy actually is. Um, Are you gonna say it? Or? Yeah, yeah. So here, here's my theory. Okay. Um, Al Qaeda has decentralized, especially post in the post Bin Laden world, has decentralized leadership. In other words. They, they make it so that it's very, very hard to find out who the leader is and who the organizing principle is. And it also gives you a bunch of deniability. Mm -hmm. right? It's one of the hardest things that happened in Afghanistan was because um, in the daytime, you'd go to Shura. Shura is like when you sit down in the hut and sit on the ground and, and say, hey, let's have a meeting. Let's, let's figure out what to do here. And they'd say, Viva America, long live America in the Shura. And then at night, they were... They were out there linking up with the tally and, and, and doing work, shooting, killing, right? So that form of warfare is extremely difficult to manage because A, you don't know where the leaders are, and B, people can say, I'm not part of any organization. I'm just some guy who just saw me at the shore yesterday. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So now here we go. We got forces in, in, in America that believe uh, in anarchism. And, and anarchism is not as simple as just plain lawlessness. We've got some anarchists in the um, village that eventually we'll be able to sit and do an interview with. But 
there's a lot of deniability because of the way they're constantly putting out this lie that there's no organizing principle to Antifa. I have seen structures like this for a very, very long time. This is not, like, to me, when Antifa does that, it's almost embarrassing to me because it's like, you, it's like a kid who, like, high, you know, like Orion doesn't understand object permanence completely yet, so the kid will, put, you know, he'll hide his face and he thinks because he can't see you, you can't see him. Like, all the, nobody believes that Antifa is not an organization at all. Like, nobody believes that. And if you do believe that, you're dumb if you believe that. But here's what happens. When you constantly put, spin that yarn out there, now there's deniability. So now the guy can say, I have nothing to do with Antifa. Because there's no Antifa membership card. Okay, so you don't believe in the report? No, well, no, the, no, no I, believe, I, I believe the report. Here's what the report, here's what the Denver Police Department tells me. What it tells me is that this guy is a private contractor, 90% mm -hmm. chance that he probably has previous military experience, and he has, de he has denied any affiliation with Antifa. Okay. That's all that means. It oh. says with no affiliation. Okay. The situation just happened today. Mm -hmm. um, so people haven't been able to look into his computers. They haven't been able to look at... I mean, there's lots of ways to, to figure out if this guy's been radicalized or not. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So all this tells me is that he's completely denied having any association or relationship with Antifa. Okay, so you think that some Antifa guy hired him to protect him, and he was also... I believe Antifa. that this guy... Let me say it this way. I would not be surprised if this dude was Antifa, but there's no way to prove that he is. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're very, very good at currently... Um, being asymmetrical and um, having a decentralized leadership structure. So they're very, very... This, this group is very, very good at that. Antifa? Yeah. I do believe... But it was embarrassing a little ago. Well, they're, well they're, it's embarrassing that people believe them. This is, oh, this is the thing that okay. gets me. Okay, okay. But no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because on one hand, I'm saying, this is ridiculous. You're dumb. But on the other hand, I'm saying, they're doing a pretty good job with this asymmetrical stuff. They are. And so, I don't know. I can't call it. All I'm saying is I am still 50-50. But as far as the facts go, the facts are he's just a private security guard with no affiliation with Antifa. Anything different than that that's not coming from official sources is just speculation, which is what I just did. There's nothing wrong with speculating, but when you start factualizing your speculations, then there, there is a problem. But horrible situation. Here's the thing that kills me about the situation. It's the rhetoric. So on the left side, on the right side, you've got people talking about BLM Antifa related Marxist associations. BLM, BLM is not a Marxist organization. Or an Antifa organization. That is ridiculous. <clears throat> to, 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 to conflate BLM and Antifa is ridiculous. I agree. I've showed this video on multiple occasions where you have the silly Antifa person, and I actually me messaged one of my friends who is partial to that organization, white friends, and you've got these videos of these Antifa people smashing shit, and the BLM protesters after the George Floyd situation were like, stop doing that, don't do that, because they're going to come after us, they're not going to come after y'all, they're going to come after us for doing this shit, and the Antifa people kept doing it anyway, no, we need to do this to liberate you, blah, 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 blah. I've sent that on a multitude of occasions. 
I showed that video. All the Antifa people, they always defend that bullshit action. Oh, the Antifa people are defending that. <laughs> oh, of course, because it's their people. It hasn't aged well. It obviously hasn't aged well. It, did, it wasn't born well either. So, BLM and Antifa are not the same thing. BLM is not a Marxist organization. Stop it. One little statement, we are trained Marxists from 2012. This woman, every all her other speeches shows no familiarity or conversance with Marx or his reading or whatever. I know more Marx than that girl does. I, I bet my firstborn on it. I know a lot more. I'm, I'm almost at the end of Das Kapital. Trust me. I know a lot more Marx. And so did Martin Luther King, by the way. So if you're going after BLM for, for being Marxist, then, then we know what side you would have been on during the Dr. King uh, episode in American history. I'm pretty, Abraham Lincoln. I'm pretty certain that you would not have been on Dr. King's side during the Civil Rights Movement. You, you, I thought you were a Malcolm guy. I'm a Malcolm guy. But you definitely would not have been on Malcolm's side. But I guarantee what? you, you would not have been on MLK's side. I guarantee you that. You don't think I like Malcolm? No, I don't think you like Malcolm. You just said he's a radical Muslim or whatever. You're reading the Biotrim Malcolm X right now, and you're asking mom, Mom, how come, how come I'm, you're having me read this Muslim guy? No, that's not, not Zoe. That's, no, that's not me. That's Zoe. Anyway, the language here is crazy. Okay. These people you know, are assaulting everything we love and cherish about this country. Oh, my gosh. What, what is BLM and Antifa assaulting that you love about this country? The buildings and the monuments? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you want those monuments protected, but slave raping, slave owning, you want those monuments up yeah, there still. Uh, yes, not like not like Robert E. Lee, <laughs> but like Washington, Uncle Tom, Jefferson. What's the, what's the difference between Robert E. Lee and and Washington? Because Washington has redeemable qualities. You don't think that that uh, Robert E. Lee has redeeming qualities? He was a Christian. He went to church a bunch. Quinn Hitler has redeemable qualities. Okay, so that's my point. Just because somebody has redeemable qualities doesn't mean we should put a fucking monument in the okay, middle so of the who, town. Who should we put a monument for then? Jesus, and that's it. Oh, seriously. Okay. Well, no. Obviously, you're gonna find mo most people will agree with that. The people yeah. who are tearing down the statues are going to say, oh, only Jesus. Well, it doesn't matter. They're tearing down the statues for the same reason these people want the statues up. Namely, the people who want to tear down the statues are saying, we want to tear it down because why? Because they're bad people. Which they're, no, it's not that they're bad people. It's that they're symbols of white supremacy. That's why they want the signs taken down. Mm -hmm. And these people want the signs up for the same exact reason. Oh, because they're symbols of white supremacy. Correct. Correct. Do you know when the vast majority of those statues got uh, stood up, erected? During the Civil Rights era. Why the fuck would you put that up there in the 60s? Okay. Why? Well, explain it to me. Oh, we continue. Hold on. And then you've got... So you've got this crazy language. These people want to destroy everything we love. And then he's using this militaristic language. But then on the other side, with Antifa, or the Denver oh, Communists... 41. Okay. Mount Rushmore's bill. 41. Okay. Mount Rushmore is not the statues that people, people are trying to tear down. No, people, no, people like Thomas Jefferson statues. Why would that be? Well, because he was a slave owner. No big deal. Well, he was a man of his time. Oh, that same no, John Brown was a man of his time. He didn't own any slaves. He actually went to liberate no, John slaves. John Brown was a radical person. What do you mean he was a radical person? He was a radical person. Why was he a radical person? He wasn't a man of his time. Who determines what a radical person is? A radical person is a person who is radical, who is a re an actual revolutionary. Are you going to say that John Brown's just an average Joe? No, I'm saying that, that 
the excuse that there's something about the time period, like there's something about the essence of time yeah. that gives people a moral pass is ridiculous. Well, he has a moral pass. That's a stupid pass, argument. But he Would wouldn't you, be a slave owner in 2020. How do you know that? Because no one wanted to be a slave owner in 2020. Right, so he, he still had a white supremacist ideology. All you're saying is he can't outwork his white supremacist ideology. And, on, because we're in a situation that has moved past that yeah. kind of slavery. It's the reason why we should have a Thomas Jefferson statue is because he helped with the greatest country on earth. Right Hitler, now, did a, Hitler, Hitler did a lot of great things for Germany. Yes, but the worst. And if they wouldn't have lost World War II, Germany would have been the greatest country in America. So we okay, should have a bunch well, of statues for Hitler. Then. Well, uh, at least you're consistent. I appreciate. At least you're consistent. Let's go back to to, to BLM because I, I look when you start using things like um, worms. Demor we want to demoralize them and isolate them. They're not saying we want to listen to these people. We want to listen to their part of view. We want to be open-minded. Correct. So I I have problems with with both of the rhetoric for both of these groups is conspire together to end up with this guy on the ground. Let me Dead. ask you a basically worthless question. Which one do you think is worse? I think they're equally bad because. Worms is a dehumanizing language. Mm -hmm. They're trying to separate them from the human family when they call that these people. And the other thing is, they're calling them fascists. And it's completely the same reason that it's wrong for these people to call BLM Marxists. Marxists is the same reason it's wrong to call anybody who's on the right is now a fascist. Anybody that voted for Trump is a fascist, according to these people. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's an uncharitable and, and just historically inaccurate um, invective to put on somebody. But what it does is it justifies these kinds of actions. Where you kill somebody because, hey, the last time we had fascists, we killed fascists. So why can't we continue to kill these fascists? And these idiots over here in the Patriot Rally, hey... Aren't you a patriot? Don't you love your country? These people are trying to destroy your country from within and turn it into a Marxist hellscape. Obviously, if you say some dumb shit like that, you're going to have a couple of your followers who are unbalanced who are going to show up and want to do work. And it was clear, like I said, this the fat guy that died, rest in peace, it was clear that he was out there. He already had his mace out. There's one kid that's surrounded by four or five white folks. This dude had his mace out. For what reason? I don't understand. Because we didn't hear anything from this, from the side where he got shot at. It was just this, what do you call him, Milano? This Milano guy talking to the other guys. Yeah, you can, you can see, gets, you can see in the video that he gets distracted, so he... Who gets distracted? Look, you see that right there? And then he goes right out there to engage that guy. So uh, somebody caught yeah, exactly. Exact. Someone said something that exactly. So he's like, "Great, I get to use my mace. I get to use my mace. Great." And then he got dry. He got body. Rest in peace to the big homie. He's got a family. He's got people that love him. I mean, it's a family. I'm assuming he's got family and people who love him. But you know, like now this guy is dead. And the crazy thing is, I guarantee you, like the dude that wrote this, the John Tegan guy. Yeah. He would have never put himself in a situation where he would have gotten oh. shot. Like I'm sure this guy's got a, a brilliant head on his shoulders, and and it's the same thing here with the with the with the leaders of Antifa. Like they're smart enough not to be named. They're smart enough to be decentralized. Also, Denver Comedy isn't nothing named. We don't have the leader. 
We don't have the leader of Antifa. Do you think there's a leader of Antifa? There absolutely there are multiple leaders of Antifa, I guarantee you. How could you say there's no leader of the right? I mean there's no leader of the right. His name like is Mitt Donald McConnell? Trump. And uh, listen, I'm not saying Antifa doesn't stand for the left. Antifa is not the left. It's Antifa is not the oh, sum total of okay, the left wing so party. Antifa is an more organization to Al Qaeda than this. Correct. Okay. It's more like Al Qaeda, right? So there's actual okay. multiple leaders. I actually. I'm certain. Oh boy. I'm certain, but they're very good at asymmetry and they're very good at uh, decentralized leadership structures and infrastructure, and they're doing a very good job manipulating social media and things of that nature. Um, but it's obvious that there's people leading that. So. Um, you know, just like there's a leader of Proud Boys and all the rest of these little factions that are happening in America. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you're in a country with 400 million guns and 328 million citizens. You have more firearms than you do human beings in this country. So, I keep saying, what do you expect to happen? You're a big gun guy, aren't you? You want everybody to have guns? Yes. You're going to have guns? No, I'm going to have guns. The good people have guns. Good people <laughs> So yeah. Should communists be able to have guns? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't see the madness of an armed citizenry who are now at this fever pitch? Like, here's something I'll say about Trump, okay? Okay. I was doing a, a, a live stream a couple days ago. Somebody was like, um, they brought up George Floyd under Trump. And I said... Under Trump, what does that mean? Oh, as George Floyd died. He's like, we're, we're taking to the streets and, we, we, you know, Trump has reversed our civil rights and all this stuff, right? And I said, uh, Trayvon Martin, Tamir Rice, Philando Castile, George, like, all these people got shot up under Obama's administration. What are you talking about? Like, nothing is happening to black people under Trump that is not happening under Obama other than the First Step Act. 91% of the beneficiaries of the First Step Act were black males. Hmm. That that was uh, uh, Trump doing the first steps to reverse Biden's racist crime bill that destroyed the black community. But we continue. MAGA. <laughs> Leah's going to love you. Look, he, here's one thing, though, that I will say is different about a Trump administration that I did not see in the Obama administration. That's bad? This shit. This open factionalism where people are murdering each other in broad daylight in the streets between Kyle Rittenhouse the dude with the with the with the assault the assault rifle who bodied those two Antifa people um and then the, the other Antifa dude who retaliated killed a uh, I think it was a proud boys guy killed him in broad daylight again and now we've got this situation this shit is brand new where you got Americans killing each other in the streets, not over some gang shit, not because of basic violence. This is politically motivated factionalism and, and Americans who literally hate each other. And now our streets are running with the blood of other Americans at the hands of Americans. We did not see this shit during the Obama administration. I think this is Trump's fault. My brother. Well, how can you pin Trump to this? My, well, my like brother. the invaders thing? You use the same logic there? What do you mean, my man? Am I using the same logic? Are you saying that there's? L listen, when the economy was well, was doing well under Donald Trump, yeah, should I have attributed that to him? Yes. Okay. Yes. When the black unemployment rate was the best it's ever been in the history of the United States under Trump, should I have attributed that to him? Uh, it's a little different. How so? Well, I can't really say like 
if Trump made it, it's just a coincidence. Well, he's he's saying that he did specific things like the opportunity zones uh, and improving the economy. Uh, and if you oh, those are new opportunities. Yeah, well, Trump's version of them are yeah. Trump's version of them. Okay. So okay. should I attribute well, that to him? I mean, if you have solid proof, then yeah. Okay. Well, so you can't you can't you can't, you can't just take you can't just take the good that has happened under a Trump administration, but the bad, we're going to say, has nothing to do well, with him. What's, what's your this has never happened in your entire lifetime. This looks like a logical... What's your, what's your evidence? That's my evidence. It's never happened until he showed up as our president, Dorian. Mm, it seems like a logical fallacy. It was a, what's a logical a fallacy? Correlate, I, I don't remember what it was called. We were correlating something. Correlation and causation? Okay. Yeah. How about his rhetoric? Kyle Rittenhouse killed those people. He jumped in the middle and said, "Hey, looks like self-defense to me." But then, when, said that? yeah. But when the Antifa guy shot the Proud Boys guy, he's like, "This is terrible," blah blah blah. And then when the cops went and killed the Antifa guy without a trial and no body cam, Trump said, "Hey, there has to be retribution." Okay. Well. Okay. There you go. So he's clearly picking a side in this culture war. Well, there is a wrong side to this. Yes. Do you agree? Yeah, there is a wrong side. Okay. The it? Patriot guy who said that Marxists are coming to dismantle our country and is using this militaristic language, he's wrong. He's wrong for using material militaristic language to talk about engaging other Americans. And these Antifa idiots who are using terms like worms and such and calling everybody who supports Trump a fascist, they're wrong too. So if I was the president, I would say, both of you silly groups are completely wrong. You're both extremists. I disavow both of you. But he won't do it. I see. He's taken a side. I see. And these people are killing people in the streets. Now, again, I think Rittenhouse is going to completely get off because he's got a very good case for self-defense. I believe that. The issue is the Antifa guy couldn't have his day in court because Trump sent those goons and had that man killed. And his response is, you know, the only appropriate response in that situation is to say, that's really sad. I wanted to have his day in court and I wanted to see what the evidence said. That's what a balanced person would have said. But what does Trump say? Hey, there's got to be retribution. Revenge? So now it's the cops' role to execute revenge? Huh? That's your that's your guy, wow. and none of you Trump sycophants ever hold this guy accountable. You never hold him accountable for anything he does or says. Well, you're being a little unfair. I mean, it's only, I call him accountable for the whole invaders thing. Anyway, um, uh, long story short, we're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed because uh, uh, Mr. Biden has has watched our country go up in flames has watched 200, I think it's 16,000 Americans perish under uh, COVID and has watched us uh, kill each other in the streets and he's completely absent. And the reason he's absent is because the people who are running his campaign have brilliantly decided that the more Mr. Biden speaks about issues, the less votable he becomes. So we have no leaders at the top of any party. Can you imagine what Bernie Sanders would have said in, in response to a session like this or a Rittenhouse situation? He would have done a better job. He would have done a better. He would have said something. Uh, Biden can't say anything because he can't say anything. 
and his party, his group knows it, so they're keeping him in the basement, and they're hoping that Trump will self-destruct. That's their strategy. And that's fine. If you're, if you're creating a strategy to win the presidency of the United States, fine. But if you're talking about we need a leader to get us out from the grips of these crazy right-wingers who use military... Hey, be quiet! Who use militaristic language to talk about going to a protest and these psychotic, communist, murderous, insane, violent, crazy, delusional hyper-leftists who are calling everybody who disagrees with them fascism, fascists, which basically is a form of neo-fascism, we're doomed. Period. End of story. When you say doomed, what do you mean? We're doomed. We have no leaders. Where are the leaders? Your idol, Ben Shapiro, where is he? Is there anybody trying to de-escalate any of these situations? We have no leaders anywhere. So we're doomed. America, hmm? we're doomed. Oh boy. <sighs> Love your neighbor. Vote for Trump. Pindle America, we are the media. What am I going to do with this guy? I love him. Till next time, guys.